0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Hacker Culture Podcast. I'm your host, JR Swab. You can find me everywhere online at JRSWAB, prominently on mastodon.xyz. That's my short form text posting platform of choice right now. Uh, but I am on Twitter still, check it periodically. Um, yeah, and everywhere else. If, if there's an internet account, I'm on it. Internet account. There's an internet uh, service that is uh, social in origin, and I have an account there. It's that name. So, go ahead and follow me wherever you so wish to do so. I also have a blog that we write on at jrswab. On this blog, it's mostly tech, but I do get into some uh, some like self-improvement stuff that I'm into as well. Um, But 99% of this, uh, well, let's say 90% of this post so far, have been tech-related. In today's episode, we're talking about why your VPN is not enough to keep you private online. And a while back, wow, while back, we did an episode on this podcast about VPNs and why they're awesome. And quite honestly, they are awesome. I still stand by that. But after posting about that same topic on my blog, uh, I had some concerned netizens say, You know what? It's yeah, it's private, but not 100%. And so I said, okay, all right, all right, I'll write a blog post all about why VPNs are not uh, the best for anonymity and privacy, um, but they are good for security in some situations, and you do say private from some other entities as well. So I'm gonna dive into that today and uh, drill down to uh, to like how not only like why VPNs aren't um, 100% private, but also what you can do today to make your online um, your online browsing more private, stopping things like trackers and ads from following you around the internet and uh, that's what it's all about, isn't it? I think so. So, just because it's a virtual private network does not make it private in a sense, Um, and no one should be using a VPN to become anonymous because you're not. You're not anonymous. Um, a VPN is simply an encrypted tunnel between your computer and the internet at large. They, ex- they came into existence to allow employees to access the internal intranets. I guess that's redundant terminology. The intranets, the internal internets of a company, uh, so they can do work work remotely. That's it. That's all it is. It's protecting company. Is, it, it encrypts the company data between the company and, their, and your computer. So because they're merely just a tunnel, they're not a means to keep your metadata private, and any VPN provider you use can see what you access, how often you access it, and for how long you access this information. Of course, this is something that they can do easily. I can do it it on my home network, actually, myself, because I'm a nerd. There's a program called Wireshark. You can download it today, run it as a privileged user, you're on Linux, just sudo Wireshark, Um, Yeah, and you can literally watch this traffic coming to uh, in your network. It's easy. So just because you are on a VPN yeah your VPN, um, well just because you're on a VPN doesn't doesn't make your data private. What happens is it makes the data private to your ISP or whoever whoever network you're on. So if you're on your home network uh, your internet service provider won't see what you're doing, where you're going, they'll just see you are, your computer's IP address is sending data to an IP another IP address, and it's encrypted. And then that is that same IP address sending information back to you, and it's encrypted. So, that's good for keeping your your traffic, uh, your your traffic private between, uh, on the network that you're on. So if you're on a coffee shop, like the Starbucks can't spy on you on what you're doing, and your ISP can't spy on what you're doing as well, which is good. Um, there there have been uh, situations where an ISP actually takes data and um, they sell it like oh this person's, that this person we, we know their name, we know their where they live, they know all this, you know, they don't also about you because you have to sign up with all this information, credit card number, date of birth, probably your social security number, all kinds of nonsense just to get internet access and so they have all this information on you already now they get to save your browsing habits so yes a VPN is going to help with that that's only one part of the puzzle Because even though you're 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 private to your ISP and any ISP you're running on, like if you're on even um, you're private to whatever network you're on, um, you're not necessarily private to the rest of the internet. And like this is goes for online tracking as well. Every profile and shadow profile that is about you is based off of the metadata that uh, surrounds your your. We'll say your shadow account or full profile on the internet, and your IP address is what's changed whenever you're using a VPN, and that's only one part of the data set. Just because you change your ISP or your IP address doesn't mean that they don't have all other information on you still. Um, If you're on a VPN and you log into a social media account, that account can still will still know that one, all the information that you gave it, and it's like, oh, here's a new IP address for this user, and they'll most likely just log the information and keep it, so, and they can easily sell that around. Now, VPNs are also helpful that if um, you're connecting to the same server and going out from the same server, you might have the same IP address as several other people, but again, you are still, your metadata is still widely uh, used against you. And this metadata is going to follow you around no matter what you do, except for what we talk about in a little bit. So all your VPN does is hide your traffic from your ISP. They see data coming in and out, but they can't make sense of all the gibberish, even though uh, the metadata can still be intact. And the one thing you can do, and actually even if you're on a, on a, uh, a private virtual network, There's still a thing called DNS services, DNS servers, Um, domain name services. Uh, If you have a specific router that is tied to your ISP, so like my ISP gave, I had to buy a router from them because I couldn't use any, because like if you want TV, you need a specific router. Otherwise I could just plug into the the actual box downstairs. Um, Well, they don't say that, but I know you can do that. (laughs) Hashtag nerd. and so because of that because my wife likes tv and she wants to watch it we need to have this special router so i bought this router three years ago from this company uh way too expensive uh for what the crappy router it is but in there they they set the dns for you these domain name services so what happens is you say i want facebook.com you're going to go to your isp's internal dns services and say hey where is this at? So you're going, you're asking them for the, for the information. If you're on a VPN, you could still be have you, you could still be giving your ISP information uh, through this service, because what's happening is you're requesting this data, which in a sense you you would think it wouldn't be the case, but it has happened uh, a few times. Uh, I know it has happened where the information is being usurped before getting going into the VPN. So keep that in mind. You want to change that. I recommend OpenNIC, uh, N I C. Uh, for domain services, you can also use, uh, there's another one, I think, I don't know, if it's called OpenDNS, um, but I know OpenNIC is an open source uh, decentralized DNS service, I use, I use that, occasionally I have to change it, like if one goes offline, or, or both the, if my, my main DNS and the backup DNS both go offline at the same time, I have to change it every once in a while, but that's pretty obvious, like, oh, I can't access any websites, but I still have... Wi-Fi, it's kind of a dead giveaway. Um, so change that for sure. That's one thing you can do right now to make your VPN a little bit more robust against your ISP and only your ISP. So let's say you're using a VPN because you want to block you want to block the information from your ISP because you're like, hey, I'm already paying you jerk off so much of money for this internet service. You don't need to sell my data to get more money out of me, uh, off of me, from me. I don't know, words. So how can we increase our anonymity online. The first thing you need to do is change your internet browser. Um, If you're using Google Chrome, don't. Just don't. Um, It's actually, Firefox is actually faster now than Google Chrome. If you look up um, whatever the latest version of Firefox is versus the latest version of Google Chrome, Firefox is faster at loading the data. And also the reason why I say this is because a lot of the extensions I'm going to talk about that I use, um, I don't know if they're on Google Chrome because I don't use Google Chrome. And another thing, that I don't think Google Chrome has, but they'll probably implement soon, I would assume they would implement it soon, is containers. Uh, Firefox's newest version has containers and they, it allows you, to, uh, you, the user, to keep specific sites contained and unable to read data and cookies from other sites. Super freaking useful. Make sure you use that. An example I can give you is, I have all of my Google sites, including YouTube, they all open in one container. For Facebook, I have its own container, which I rarely go on Facebook, but the off chance I have to get on there for whatever reason, it's in its own container, so all it sees is its own information. Super useful. Um, I have one for Twitter. I have one for banking. I have one for shopping, so on and so forth. By doing this, each separate site will only see the data in that specific container. So if you have a new container for every single site, that site will never see the data from any other website. No cookies, so on and so forth. Mostly it's cookies, because they save on there, the tracking cookies. They'll only see their own information. If you want to set up a domain to open in a container by default, um, you want to get a Firefox add-on called Firefox Multi-Account Containers. This is made by Mozilla. and before uh, that, that way you can say like, what, if I if I type in YouTube.com, always open in this specific container, It's super nice. And when you're using it in Firefox, you can color out you can color the container so you know what container you're in uh, just by looking at the tab itself. Super nice. So every tab is basically can be its own container. Uh, it makes life so much easier. Before this, we had to use multiple browsers for different things, and that's that was such a big freaking hassle. Um, so I am so thankful that firefox did this first uh if chrome has it they copied firefox i'm just gonna say that um you're gonna find that by doing this ads will stop following you following you around the web um and just by using the containers correctly you'll you'll notice that's like okay i'm not if i I search for um i don't know headphones on amazon in my amazon container and i go to my twitter container to go on twitter i'm not you don't see ads for those same headphones or whatever however that works like it's pretty common right um but there's even more there's even more that you can do um to metal the plans of these internet trackers this is accomplished through the rest of the firefox add-ons i'm going to tell you so there is quite a bit and they're all chosen for a specific reason. Um, the first one is called UBlock Origin. Uh it's lowercase u capital B L O C K Origin. Uh the page on Fire Firefox add-on page says it's an efficient blocker. And easy it's easy on memory and CPU, uh, CPU footprints, yet can load and enforce thousands of filters um that other blockers cannot do this is a nice one this is it looks overwhelming when you install it you're gonna click it and it's gonna be a huge box with a whole bunch of boxes inside the box it looks overwhelming at first uh but play with it um so if you go to a website and nothing's like if you add this and you go to and you go to youtube it won't load and so what you have to do is you have to click on the extension and you have to uh authorize certain uh, certain of these do- you'll see of domains on the left-hand side and you'll have to authorize certain domains to load content on that page and when you do this um, do it one at a time refresh and see what it is you'll be surprised uh, on youtube I'll let me open it up right now just so I can give you guys an accurate number here on youtube just on the home page it's uh, trying to load 32 uh, 32 from 32 different sites and I only have one, two, three, four, five of the 32 sites loaded. Uh, everything else is being blocked. And all the extra garbage that they're, that they're trying to load makes no effect on the actual uh, content. I can still watch videos. I can still see the thumbnails. Um, I do have, I am blocking Google on YouTube, which is funny. All that happens is I can't see user profile images. So like I can't see your face when you're commenting on a on a video, but I care less about that. I'm not there to I'm not there to look at people's faces. I'm there to watch videos, and so that's super useful. And if you actually you'll find when you're using this, if you go to a, uh, a video, let's click on this person's video, and uh, there will be it'll it'll constantly increase as you're watching videos. There was this one time I actually posted on Snapchat. Yes, I use Snapchat because of family. Um, there were over three thousand domains trying to access my access youtube three thousand domains slash cookies slash images slash whatever like three thousand different things trying to load on my youtube page I had five things allowed well I guess I had five domains across uh one two three four five six seven eight uh eight topics so you have like cookies c s s images so on and so forth um so let's say I had uh Say so there was maybe like a hundred ish things loading Because like every block has more or less depending on what's being requested let's say I had a hundred things that wanted to load out of the three thousand it was trying to load the first the originally um it's absolutely insane and everybody uh you need to get your block origin and you need to play with it. Uh, it's gonna be a little intense for a while, but you'll catch on pretty quickly. If you're listening to this podcast, you're gonna love this application, uh, this this add-on, and uh, you'll catch on pretty quickly. Another one you can get is uMatrix. That's new matrix. Uh and that is uh, actually I did backwards. uBlock Origin is just a is just an ad blocker, and that's very straightforward. u matrix is what I was just talking about. I had had the wrong thing open here. Um, uMatrix it. The, this extension puts you in control uh, of what's allowed to connect to your session of browsing. That's like JavaScript, that's CSS, that's that's images, like everything. Uh, that's U-Matrix. That's the one that's going to be a little bit of a of an overhead and trying to get get used to it. Took me about um, maybe a solid day of messing with it to uh, a day of web browsing to messing with it to really get to be like, oh, I know what I'm doing here at the basic level. Um, it, Gets much more deeper into that. uBlock Origin, which is why I mentioned first, is this a simple blocking, uh, an ad blocker? I use that too. It's probably unnecessary with with uMatrix, but I have them both. I'm just testing out to see how things work. Um, I might get rid of uBlock Origin just use and just use uMatrix, and see if it's the same effect. Um, another good one you sh- everyone should have uh, is called HTTPS Everywhere. This is made by the EFF. This uh, forces encrypted encrypted web traffic when it's available. Pretty straightforward. Uh, number three on my list is cookie auto-delete. This will automatically delete cookies unless you tell them to stick around. So if you click the extension you can whitelist or list domains and uh, this, is- this works great with containerization of Firefox so if I have um, let's say on YouTube I, ha- I allow YouTube to set cookies in this container because this is specifically for YouTube but if I open up a new container I can't actually open up YouTube in this container because it will just default to the new one but if I open up uh, let's say like uh, GitLab in a, in a non-container it will, won't save cookies there but if I go into my dev container where I actually use GitLab it will save cookies there and so it's uh it's super nice so you can open things in certain containers if you want to have cookies enabled or not enabled. <clears throat> so mess with that. I think you're going to enjoy that one as well. And finally, we have a, a add-on called well, there's two left. Um, the a- next add-on is decentralized, that's decentral, and then eyes, like the like your actual eyeballs. And what this is, this is this is pretty cool. Um, So their caption says websites have increasingly begun to rely much more on large third-party for content delivery. These are called CDNs. Canceling requests for ads or trackers is usually without issue. However, blocking actual content not unexpectedly breaks pages. The aim of this add-on, Decentralize, is to cut out the middleman by providing lightning speed delivery of local bundled files to improve online privacy. I love this a lot so instead of using a cdn so like let's say someone's like i'm using some google CD- cdn to get google fonts or whatever uh instead of instead of uh going to these third parties to get this content this uh extension has all of that information already inside of itself and so it's on your computer already it's not a large it's not a large extension either it's surprisingly small the stuff that's being delivered but you don't have to instead of requesting instead of saying hey server give me this data and so that server is able to track you if they so wish you're just going hey uh firefox add-on do you have this data and it will probably say yes if it doesn't then you go then you can go find it um, unless you block it that's a different story (laughs) Uh, you'll be surprised how much stuff doesn't need to be requested from an outside source Uh, i also have on my extension a it's called uh, WebRTC. Uh, what's dis- it says disabled. Let me go to the manage extension part here so I can tell you what the name of it is. It's called Disable WebRTC. And what this does is uh, disables WebRTC. WebRTC. That's all it does. Uh, you can toggle it on and off. So if you needed it on for whatever reason, you can just turn it back on. So I had to do a Google Hangout the other day with a friend of mine, and WebRTC blocks Google Hangouts. So I had to turn off WebR- uh, WebRTC. i do turn off the disabler. I'd re-enable it, And um, go from there. Before, I had to go in and actually change Firefox settings, like hard, basically like hard code it, saying don't use WebRTC. And so when I had to go in, like I'd like go in and like re-enable it every time I needed to use it. This is much simpler. It's just a button I click, on or off. Super great. And then if you are interested, there is another extension called uh, extensions uh, Firefox add-on. This is a um, by DuckDuckGo. It's called DuckDuckGo Privacy Essentials. I'm still messing with this. It kind of acts as uh, similar to Ublock Origin. It does block some scripts, but also tell you uh, what the the overall rating of a website is. So I'm on YouTube right here, and it, it said that Uh, It gives YouTube the grade of letter letter D. So some sites are A. There's B. There's B plus. There's A minus. This is YouTube's a D. (laughs) Um, So it's like, oh, it's encrypted. There's no trackers found, but that's because I literally blocked them all. Uh, So it probably would be an F if if I didn't have this blocker on. Then it also says YouTube has bad privacy practices, Um, and it tells you like, oh, they fingerprint your device. Um, They do checking of things. They they have a super broad scope of things like it's crazy to see that um but if you go to say like my website jerson.com it gives me a c plus um, only because oh i'm not unencrypted on i'm only good my, if i go to my encrypted website it'll be different um, i get a b plus when i'm encrypted um but because they don't i don't know what my privacy practices are i don't really have any um it gives me a b plus uh, so that's super nice if you want to see like how good a website is uh when it comes to uh respecting your privacy. So, those are all the ways that you can uh, do better on just using Firefox. If you want the best solution, of course, go to Tor and get uh, go to tor.org, the torproject.org, sorry, and get their browser bundle. Use that. Um, don't change anything. Just use it as is, and you'll that'll be better. Um, If you're going to use Tor, don't sign into any accounts, use everything as an unsigned user and uh, that'll be the most private you could possibly be. Um, That on top of a VPN, of course, is super nice. Um, That combination works really well. So to recap, um, your VPN doesn't keep you private to the outside internet, it just keeps you private to your ISP or whatever network you're currently on. If you want to increase your privacy uh, and keep internet speed, I recommend using Firefox and using utilizing their container feature with their uh, multi-count container add-on, and of course getting uh, uMatrix first and foremost, uh, then HTTPS Everywhere, cookie auto-delete, uh, decentralize. Those are the top. Those are the biggest ones. And then if you want to try uBlock Origin and DuckDuckGo WebRTC Disabler, uh, go with those as well. So that's a lot. Um, (laughs) if you have any questions, please feel free to ask me if you're on anchor, you can send me a direct voice message on anchor with your questions. If you're not, if you don't have an anchor account, um, feel free to message me at macedon.xyz. That's J R S W A B at macedon.xyz. And if you're on discord, um, you can hit me up on discord as well. I believe my handle is J R S W A B, uh, pound symbol or hashtag three, four, three, one. I believe that are the numbers, um, Let me know what your questions are. I'll be happy to help you out. And until next time, guys, stay nerdy.